podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Episode 84 of the Basement Bookers Podcast. This is a mini-sode. Due to the fact that it's a mini-sode, I don't know what else I'm saying here. Let's just hit the fucking ground running. I think I think what you're trying to say is we're going to make it quick. We're going to make it quick, and we're going to make it quick and hard. Hard and fast. Alright, Mr. Like fucking 90s Tag Team, hard and fast. That's the, the hot tag! That, is that an actual team? No. Dude, that could be <laughs> our tag team. We hard could be and fast. Hard and fast. Fast. Hard and fast. I'll be hard. You'll be fast. That would require me to be fast. Well, I'm harder than you are fast. I do not want to try to disprove that. <laughs> I really do not. All right, we started this. We started this right. All right. I feel it. I'm feeling it right now. I mean, like, like solid, like my physique. That's what I mean. Like, I hear you, but all right, it's t- a total '90s potential tag team name. You know, Attitude Era. Welcome to episode eighty-four of the Basement Bookers Podcast. How you doing? Good, you? Great. Yeah. So we have this uh, NXT special coming up. Respect. Respect. Yes. Uh, we're gonna do predictions. Let's start with. I hate the way Wikipedia lists them. The I have it written down by myself. All right. All right. So I don't need a pen. I can write. I don't know. Okay. So the first match listed: uh, Tyler Breeze versus Apollo Cruz, spelled like Terry Cruz. Uh, well. Are they trying to make him a mini Terry Crews? Is that it? No, I just, I just thought that was the same thing. Like, I think yeah. they spelled the same. Yeah, they do. So that's why I said it. I didn't even think of him. Yeah. Hmm. Terry Crews is awesome, though. We know, and so is Apollo Crews for very different reasons. We know about your love for Apollo Crews. Stop. It's all right. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I pick Apollo Crews. Yeah. Cruz is going over. Um, I'd be interesting to see Tyler Breeze go on like a losing streak of some kind. Maybe it'll make him angrier or something. Well, he he was on sort of a losing streak going into uh, just before he won the number one contendership status back when um, Sammy had the belt. Before Sammy. Well, I I see. I think maybe uh, Bull Dempsey will show up or something in some in some way. That's bullfit. I expect Cruz to go over clean, bullfit or no bullfit, and that's no bullfit. So, would you do you think Bull would be helping Tyler? No, I think he'd be like a distraction for Tyler, thus giving Tyler Breeze a that wasn't fair. I deserve a rematch. Yeah. I, f- I forgot they're feuding. I hope they didn't forget, because I'm going to look like an idiot. <laughs> so you got Apollo. Okay. 
Uh, next listed on the card is Asuka. She's going over. Whereas Dana Brooke, Asuka. Unless there's some sort of shenanigans from Emma. But I think still she'll go over. Okay, I pick Asuka 2. Next is the uh, first match of the, uh, I guess it's the semi-final mm-hmm. of the uh, Tag Team Dusty Rose Classic. Uh, Jason Jordan and Chad Gable versus Rhino and Corbin. I see... This is not hard. This is not easy for me to pick on. Mm-hmm. Because I like Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. But I guess that depends on who wins. Well, I already have my pick for who wins the whole thing. So I'm going to say Jason Jordan and Chad Gable don't... They, they beat Rhino and Corbin. I feel like they're kind of working the same angle in both tag matches there. You got a pair of guys that were just thrown together and, you know, are probably going to end up feuding after this is over. And you have another pair of guys that are a tag team and seem like they're really starting to get over as a tag team. That being Jason Jordan, Chad Gable, and what they call them the mechanics, Dawson and Wilder. Or Dash and Dawson, as they're uh, calling them now. Um, and, of course, Finn and Joe are going to go at it at some point, And that's going to be epic. And so are Corbin and Rhino. And that will not be epic. I'm just saying. Okay, so who you got? I think I'll go with Jordan and Gable to beat Corbin and Rhino. Okay. And Finn and Joe to beat Dash and Dawson. And then Jordan and Gable are going to win the whole thing. Alright, I see your Jordan Gable thing. Uh, Alright, I pick... Sorry, JJ and Gable. He's going by JJ now. Oh, he's JJ now? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Must be a Vince idea. I'm going to go with Rhino and Corbin to win against JJ and Chad Gable. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to... Uh, Joe and Balor are not going to beat the Mechanics. Okay. My pick is the Mechanics over Balor and Joe... Mm-hmm. And to win the Dusty Rose Classic, I have the mechanics. So you're going the exact opposite of me. Well, even before when we were just talking about it, I said that I want them. I think the mechanics are going to win the whole thing anyway. Oh, I didn't hear the mechanics part. I just I, I heard you say you know who you know. Who, uh, who's well, not not today. Oh, okay. It was a previous episode or just us bullshitting. Might have been when we were watching that um, TNA show. Might have been. Which we should talk about a little bit, if you want. Sure. Okay, so we have that. The Bailey versus Sasha Banks, 30-minute Iron Woman. That's all I have on here. I don't think there's anything else. Nah, that's all I got, too. All right. Prediction? Pain. Match of the night. Of course. Of course. It was the match of the night on the last NXT special, also. This is a real test. This shows 100% confidence in both. Well, they completely outshined the ladder match. I know, but this is a little bit different. This is a half-hour match. So, they have complete faith in our girls here. This is excellent. Um, History being made. Very happy about that. Bailey goes over. I have Bailey as well. I like... This is a good example of great storytelling. Mm -hmm. They have lightning in a bottle with these two because... They both wanted this like forever. Mm-hmm. They have Bailey on uh, the um we could segue into 
that 24 special, NXT 24. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been wanting to do this forever. She even wrote it, like, in school, like, for a school paper or project or whatever. Don't make me cry. Don't, don't you, don't you cry. <laughs> because then if you cry, I'm gonna see it, then I'm gonna cry, <laughs> and it's not gonna be good. This is bad for business. Yes. Uh, that, and Sasha's wanted this since she was 10. Mm. So, this. And Bailey's wanted it since she was 10. So this oh, is, yeah. and, and, uh, Fay brother, but they're friends. They're really friends. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that makes it even better for me. His friends always mesh really well together in the ring. Like, look at Shawn Michaels and any other member of the clique. Yeah, and another thing is, in this situation, neither one, there's no selfishness in this match. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be any selfishness in this match. Yeah. It's going to be great. Everybody's going to get their stuff in, mm-hmm. or whatever, and it's going to be good. I'm predicting a lot of uh, finishing counters, and I think it's going to be something, uh, another explosive uh, type move, some something that they just pull out of their ass. That Bailey's gonna win it with. It'll probably be like three three going into like the final two minutes. Wait, that's nerve wracking. I don't know if my heart can take such a such a beating. So we both agree. We both agree on that. You forgot to say if you will. Yeah, that's your thing. Your heart's beating. You don't know if it could take such a beating. If you will. Oh, but that's your thing. I'm not gonna <laughs> infringe on your infringement. Okay. <laughs> That's your infringement. So to recap, we both agree on Apollo Crews going over Tyler Breeze. Both agree with Asuka beating Dana Brooke. Mm-hmm. You have JJ and uh, Gable. Ch- Ed Gable beating Rido and Corbin. I have the opposite. It's basically the opposite. Yeah. Mechanics to win for me. And you have Gordon. Gordon. JJ and Gable. And that is that. Gotta be a close one. There's only one difference. But really it ends up being like three differences. Yeah, technically. Which is huge. Yeah, so. What? Someone could be wrong right out the gate. And you know one of those tag matches is going to be the first match. Yeah. The uh, Rhino, Corbin, uh, JJ. Probably. Gable. Then the other one. They need a name. They need a name for the. Oh, it's gonna be some sort, of, some other kind of play of uh, play on uh, Ready, Willing, and Gable. Okay. It's gonna be obnoxious like that. I'm fine with it. Those guys are good together, and they're both good. They're good in the ring. Yep. I love their finisher. JJ's athletic. He's got the moves. Gable's got the personality. You got know, the moves. You know, in recent memory, there haven't been enough um two uh two man tag team finishers. Yeah. But we we've recently seen a big influx of that. The started with the Ascension, you got the Vaude Villains with the Whirling Dervish. You got Jordan Gable now. I'm sure there's one or two others I'm forgetting. Oh um Enzo and Cass. He tosses Enzo. What about um the dubstep boys? Um I don't even know what they... You talk about... Oh, uh, Blake and Murphy? Yeah. Oh, for a second I thought you meant uh, Hypros. Uh, Blake and Murphy. And Hypros have one, too. They have a, a, a finisher that they... That's a two-man thing. Uh, I think like, we haven't seen a lot of Blake and Murphy lately. Uh, last time I saw them, they had lost their rematch. Miss Alexa, though. She's around. I want to I see her again in on this uh, women's title action. She She's... I think... I haven't seen enough of her to make a judgment. I think after Bailey, she's next. 
Is she, if, though? If not Asuka or Emma, come back up. I think Emma should tag with Paige because they started the Divas Revolution. Their match at uh, NXT TakeOver, the first one. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of just another accent added to the Divas division. Paige is English. Uh, Becky's Irish. Emma's Australian. Listen, you keep your two-dimensional thinking to yourself. I'm just... Listen, I'm not They're saying... not talking in the ring. They're wrestling. Yeah, they gotta talk, though. I love accents. So do I. So? We're this not, is a good thing. We're not 60-something-years-old men running multi-billion dollar companies. Or are we? If we were, podcasts would probably get advertised more. I'm just saying. Well... We're, we're doing it grassroots style. We're not, we're not relying on our billions of dollars, which is why our production is about 10 cents. We bought, we bought the field. We bought all the seeds of grass and we planted it. So now we, we gotta take the grassroots by the throat. Okay. Take it easy. Why don't you hang back? I don't know. Have a sip of water. <sighs> I forgot to get a beer. God damn it. So you were so hungry that you didn't think about alcohol. Yeah, I was, you know. Your was, mind made a choice for you. I was paying for my food and I saw my, my, my phones at the buses here. So I was like, alright, fuck, I gotta go. It's alright. That just means when you next drink, it'll be that much better. Cause you have space between. So probably as soon as you get home. I'm, stay, I'm probably gonna stay away from it until Friday. Nice. Bachelor party. So you build it up. You're fine. Okay. We're back on, we're back on program. Alright. So we covered the NXT takeover. Which I will probably be watching after this year uh, recording. Mm-hmm. Keep for whatever reason, I like it's not sinking in that it's tonight. It's never on a Wednesday. This is the first time. This is the first time in a while they've done it on a Wednesday since it was brand new. Wait a second. When was Takeover? I thought it was on Wednesday. The first one. Yeah. For the first two were. Then they started doing the Saturday thing. Unless I'm only thinking of Takeover Brooklyn just because. Brooklyn is the center of the universe. I'm not going to confirm or deny it because I'm not wrong or right if I don't do either. <laughs> I'm neutral. So I'm just going to take your word for it. All right. So feel free to at Rich Deriz, tell him off. Tell it like it is. Shall we, shall we do some quick headlines? I'm ready for some quick headlines. Quick headlines. Um, It looks like possibly Carmella got injured in her match against Eva Marie at Friday's uh, NXT event in Nashville, um, Carmella took a bump on the back of her head after taking a knee from Eva Marie. So maybe it was Eva's fault, maybe not. I think it was Eva's fault. Probably. I'm 100% positively sure. Probably. According to this, it's sort of a maybe, because like, if she takes a knee to the head, and then like, if she takes a running knee or whatever it was, and then she bumps on the back of her head, it's like, why are you selling so hard? You know? Oh, unless there was something else involved. I don't know. Yeah, we weren't there. Yeah, meanwhile, uh, Carmel was supposed to wrestle the next night. She didn't. And she did not. So, and the ref threw up the X? Yeah, but we can't believe that anymore. Why would they Why would they just do that? If it's an angle. They don't do that to an angle. Yeah, they do. When was the last time they did that as an angle? I don't remember, but they do. At a oh. live show that's not even going to be on TV? Why not? You know? The, okay. That sounds like something you would do on TV. Yeah, but that's the exact thinking behind it. They're like, oh shit, it's, this isn't Not TV. everybody knows what that means. 
People know what it means. Oh, okay. As long as you're sure. The people going to NXT live events know what it means. Okay. Similar story. Saturday's WWE live event in Bangor, Maine, uh, Bray suffered bad cuts to the head and his hand during an ODQ match against uh, Roman Reigns. He seemed fine on Monday. The head, Yeah, the headshot seemed to have come from a kendo shot, kendo stick shot. Uh, trainers tried to tape him up and continue the match. And Bray lost the match not long after. Two last bits. Lita is now working full-time as an agent. So she's, you know, helping the younger talent put yes! together. Yes! This is good. This is definitely good. I mean, talk about a pioneer in the division. Give us another Divas Cage match. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I doubt the Bailey-Sasha feud will continue. But if it did, there you go. There's a future. Remember, eventually she'll come up. Mm-hmm. Last and probably biggest, um, Daniel Bryan is one and one so far as far as doctors clearing him. Time for the tiebreaker. Yeah, WWE's doctor said no. His own doctor said yes. So he's going to go for a third evaluation from someone who specializes in concussions. Um, he says, "Quote." WWE's medical doctor is skeptical because of my history of concussions and that sort of thing, so they will not clear me. They're going to send me to a third doctor at some point in the near future, and that doctor will decide my fate. The WWE doctor, Joe Maroon, is amazing and highly respected in the concussion field, and if they send me to a third neurologist who's also respected in the concussion field, and they say literally no, well then, is it really smart to go against two doctors? Um, so he's thinking about that, he's thinking about, um... Being able to provide for his family at all, like if he if he does end up going against the doctors, because for a while he was considering saying, "Well, they're not going, they won't clear me, but someone else will," and just you know going to wrestle somewhere else. And you know, why risk paralysis or worse? Hmm. So, good idea. If ultimately, if we never see him in the ring again, which I hope we do, but if we don't, he says he would. Consider being an announcer or an agent. That's nice. Him and his, as an agent would be excellent. Right now, the stat they got Joey Mercury, Dean Malenko, Lita. I was a conspiracy theorist. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist. No. At all. No. What if all of this is from that one day that Triple H stopped Daniel Bryan's match and Daniel Bryan was screaming at him and they got into that argument, which we are told everything was fine, but like, what if, what if Triple H went out of his way to get Daniel Bryan hurt? I doubt End that. his career. Tell the doctors, don't clear this guy. That's what you get for fucking with me. We're, you're talking about the father of NXT. I am. I'm also talking about one of the biggest heels in the history of wrestling. So are you saying it's like a legit work? Maybe. Or maybe I'm just telling a story too. <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe Triple H, like, thought he was his character for a minute, and he took him out in the parking lot and smashed his face into the car window. I'm not saying he did that. <laughs> I mean, him and Seamus are friends. The last incident was involving Seamus. Also, mm-hmm. on a past episode of the Basement Bookers podcast, I have said, I have compared Triple H to Batman. Because in Batman's mind, Bruce Wayne is... The alter ego. He's the alter ego. He's Batman, Batman is just Batman. Yeah. Because he's Batman. Triple H is who he really is. And Paul is 
the mask he puts on. It's all just... I'm just making it up. <laughs> it's a story. It's all it is. It's a work. So what'd you think of Bound for Glory? Well, what I was able to see in here... Um... Seems to be... I mean, and I'm probably going to go your route and not read opinions online. But the consensus seems to agree with me in that the wrestling was good. Some of the booking sucked. Hmm. I don't agree with EC3 losing the belt, regardless of how. Now, did you hear what happened? I did. I didn't see, I didn't watch the video, but Matt gave up the title? Yeah. Did, did you watch the video? So, pretty much what happened was EC3 uh, put, like, out an injunction. Yeah. On uh, TNA or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, as long as Matt Hardy holds the belt, he can't, he can't wrestle. Like, he can't. And also, these, I think he's suing Dixie or whatever mm-hmm. because she stacked a deck against him. The referee was the one of the opponent's brother. Mm-hmm. And he basically, he basically was, the, the belt was stolen from him. Mm-hmm. So, Matt Hardy gave up the belt. So he can wrestle. He can come back and wrestle. And that he'll earn it the right way or something like that. I'm gonna be honest. I listened to the video, but I didn't listen to the video. It's like, as soon as like his mouth hole opened. That's it, yeah. I was like, on my, on my phone, I'm super carding. I'm like, oh, it's all over? Okay, put the belt back. Okay, got it. <laughs> so now what? Do we have, is there a tournament? I feel if, if they were going to take the belt off of EC3, mm-hmm. they should have put it on Drew Galloway. I agree. I also feel, and I've said this to you, that they shouldn't take it off EC3. Mm-hmm. Because if, and this is a big if, because I think there's a future for TNA as long as they work on their overseas stuff and just try to do it that way. Mm-hmm. But they'll be around for a long time. And we were talking about it. If they do fold and WWE does sign EC3, he will remain the EC3 character and take the belt with him. Kind of like how uh million dollar man had the million dollar belt, mm-hmm. but he's the, the TNA heavyweight champion mm-hmm. and he'll never, he'll never put it up. It'll never be, it'll, you know what I mean. Yeah. I told it better when it happened. That's all right. See what happens when you get to a certain age. We, f- you we forget, forget shit. Really? Fucking brain cells. Really? I also watched an older episode of Impact recently. Mm. Last night. Now, one second before I forget. Mm-hmm. Tigre Uno was hurt. Uh, his shoulder. Mm. That's why he was, wasn't like he was pointing at a tattoo. It turns out he's, his shoulders hurt. Oh. Like he's separated or something like that. Okay. You were saying. King of the Mountain Championship. Why can that possibly be defended in a not King of the Mountain match? It's a good question. It's like they've turned it into their mid-card belt. I mean, it always was when it was the Legends title and then the... Um, what was what, what was it after that? The Global title. So this is the first time you've seen it defended... In a non-King of the Mountain match? Yeah. Um, so there's that. Also, because the episode of Impact I saw was where PJ Black, who had won the King of the Mountain championship the previous week, came out and got a match against EC3, the TNA World Heavyweight Champion. This is a couple months old, so 
then we can... Win the way back. Yeah. Um, so is that, like, the number one contender belt now? Does it just mean that just having the belt means you're the number one contender? If that's the case, that's pretty cool. But then what happens if you win the world title? Do you give up the number one contender belt? You should. I don't think that's the way it works because PJ Black is a global force guy. He's not a TNA. He's technically not a TNA guy. Yeah, I know. But they were, they were the way uh, Josh and Pope were, were talking about it was that because he's the goal, the king of the mountain champ, he gets the title shot. Like our idea about the IC title? Yeah. This is what's wrong with TNA. They're confusing as fuck. Yeah. I mean, I understand there's reasons they have to tape their shows like back to back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. I was never a fan of that. Because it's way too easy to find that stuff out. Maybe they'll address what happened. Well, I don't know if they're going to address what happened with a TNA title on Wednesday if they're behind on TV. Or because it's Bound for Glory, does that mean they're caught up now? Uh Usually, the pay-per-view is the break. There's probably a taping. They usually do their tapings like Tuesday and Wednesday. Mm. So there was tapings yesterday and tapings today. So I also don't know why Matt Hardy was put in the match in the first place. And Tyrus is now the number one contender for the heavyweight title. Because he won the... What were they calling that? Uh, oh, uh, gold, Bound for Gold? Bound for the Gold or okay. whatever? Mm-hmm. Gauntlet match? Not 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 Flair for the Gold. But not Flair for the Gold. But the same thing. Pretty much. So but Bound was, for the Gold. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, what, a, an eight or a, a ten man over the top rope? Gauntlet. Gauntlet match. until you get down to the last two guys and it's pinfall submission. No, you can always do pinfall submission. But they didn't at all. But they didn't, yeah. Your boy Tyrus Pin Kennedy Anderson. Anderson. Yes. Well, Anderson was in there the whole time. Yeah. It was pretty funny because when Tyrus won, EC3 came out and he's like, this is great. You know, me and you, we could finally... You could be the tag team champions because mm-hmm. you could get a title shot for any title you choose, mm-hmm. apparently. And he's like, yeah, I'm your boy. I'll still have your back, but I want that. Which is a good angle. Mm-hmm. Which does, I'll leave it open for, well, but I mean, EC3 is not the champ right now. That's the thing. What do they do now that the Matt Hardy vacated the belt? EC3 is supposed to get a rematch. Technically, mm. but if he never lost the belt because of the injunction, does he get it back? I understand that TNA does stuff like this to to generate those questions because they feel that they that, made it to the Basement Booker's podcast. Yeah, but that like they feel that that creates hype. I'm hyped. I'm not hyped. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying here. It's like <laughs> we're sitting here asking the questions, and we're like, "This is stupid." Yeah, I'm. They had something, man. At least. At least they didn't have EC3 pinned. Yeah. At least they did that. EC3 is such a great, dislikable character. Yeah. They should, like, he should have been... I mean, he held the belt for quite a while. He beat Kurt for it. They should just keep him unbeaten. The undefeated TNA World Heavyweight Champion. What they should have done is, you know, gradually... Very slowly, from the time that he won the belt to the time that he maybe eventually drops it, you know, have him slowly gain a little bit more credibility. Slowly need less and less 
outside help to retain. Until ultimately, he does need help to retain. He is a great wrestler. It's known and proven he's a great wrestler. He doesn't cheat to win anymore. Are you talking about Seth Rollins or EC3? Yes. Okay. Maybe, maybe even turn a face at the end to Tyrus's heel and have them have that be the thing. EC3 says, "I don't, you know, I don't need your help anymore. You're fired." It felt to me like that's that's the angle. That's pretty good, but the way they're doing it, it looks like they're turning Tyrus. Because that makes sense. Not I mean, at all. What's going to come out in funky colors and dance? You don't want him to dance. Nope. You don't want Tyrus dancing. Yeah. That- not that big man dinosaur. What was that fuck's name that started dancing with the stupid shoulder thing? Oh, he used Shira. To be, uh, yeah. You told me his name. You knew it off the top of your head then. I knew his other name. Mahambali Shira or something like that. No, uh, the, I used his revolution name because it's a different name. Koya. Yeah, I said Koya. I didn't say. Yeah. But the dancing. And everybody danced. Well, the episode that I saw actually was the first episode that he did that in. Wow. Um, but like everybody, faces, heels. Yeah, Koya had just gotten kicked out of the Revolution. The Revolution comes to the ring. It's James Storm, Abyss behind him to the right. Manic. And Manic behind him to the He's left. unmasked now. He had a mask then, though. And space behind him, and James Storm's talking about how there's a space there. Someone used to be there, and he wants that person to come out. And give him, you know, give him an opportunity to rejoin the revolution. There's always room for one more. Yeah, so so he came out and he said he wanted to put up the finger. And he's like, he's like, I, t- I told you my name is not Koya, it's whatever. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, he's like, I don't want that. I like, I like, I like this. And I like that. And I like dancing. He's just like rattling off three things that he likes and he ends with dancing. And so he goes to the crowd and starts doing that with the crowd. And I'm like, really making the not so great collie? Hmm. And he go back, gets back in the ring, and like he gets Manic to do it. He doesn't get a best to do it. He gets Manic to do it. James Jones looks at Manic, and they just start kicking his ass. He make and Manic reluctantly goes up to the top to deliver his... Whatever. Manic drop dive thing. Yeah, his something or other. All right, man, we can cease all discussion of TNA before you get even more miserable. Okay, thank you. <laughs> that was a bitter pill to swallow. There was really no Taryn. She was, like, getting chased backstage, but not chased, chased, just, like, more, like, stalked by, um... Oh, um, my girl, Vella. Oh, yeah, Gail Kim beat Awesome Kong. They lost a lot of guys to GFW. Lost a lot of guys, period. I wonder if there's some sort of, excuse the term, backdoor deal where it really is the same thing. It might be. And this is like TNA's way of rebranding. Because reportedly, uh, Jeff Jarrett just sold his last, uh, I was gonna mention that. His last bit of stock back to TNA. I think he, he had like 29 or 30% or something like that. So supposedly he sold that back. Where's he getting all this money? Well, he sold that, so that means that he got money for it. But before that, I mean, to start a promotion, you need money. Is it out of his pocket? Does he have investors? I think he has investors. I don't know if Hermie Sadler's involved, though there were rumors of him uh, wanting to get involved. Same goes for Toby Keith. Toby Keith is some country, country musician. Hermie Sadler is the race car driver. 
who's actually been on and off with TNA for quite a few years. Like, he'll do, like, on-air announcing and shit, and he should just keep driving, making left turns. Make that left turn. Just make the left turn, dude. Just, just keep doing that. I think still better than Don West, though. Your boy. And everyone's better than Mike today. You really hate Mike tonight. I really do. I hate his face. I hate his voice. I hate his style. Mike tonight scares me. Like, not like a boogeyman, but the prospect of what the future is. He's got like the Dracula hairline, but further back. Yeah, but the fact that that's an example, we're all going to get old one day. And we might be Mike Tanae's, you know? I'll shave my head if it gets that bad. You heard it here first, folks. Rich will shave his head if it gets Mike today terrible. Yeah. You should get like a, like you shave your head, but you just keep the ponytail. No. (laughs) No. You'd look like a weird genie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I could wear genie pants. Yeah. Like Sabu. Yeah, you can. You could get away with it. That's the rule. That's the rule. If you have the hair, you can even get. I could change my name to Gene. Yeah. No. No? No, I wouldn't. You could do the dance. The Mahabali Shira dance? <laughs> yeah. Is that what he's doing? Is it a genie dance? I'd imagine a genie would dance that way. But all he does is, like, move his shoulders and elbows. Well, I guess, well, because he could be like, I don't know. You know what? If you ever see a genie, though, they stand with their arms like that. Maybe when he's granted wishes, he's got, like, the... The motion in there. So he's like a male belly dancer. This is disturbing. <laughs> it's always disturbing when we really get in-depth talking about TNA. Yeah. All Every right. time. We, we don't have to discuss TNA any further. This is the second TNA alarm. It's gone off. There you have it. It's all good. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? We had the network special last week. It was pretty basic because it was basically a house show. Everyone saw everything that happened, I'm sure. Um, I, I thought the, the Brock-Big Show match was pretty quick. Yeah. I think Brock just wanted to go home. And he has the right to? I was going to tell him he can't go home. Yeah. Hey, what, what more could you do with the Big Show? I know. Seth and Cena was very good, though. It's a good match. Uh, I, I, I talked to you about this. It's like they had the arena for a certain amount of time. Because the lights kept dimming, mm-hmm. like, in and out. Like, it's the same way as if you were... Actually, no. The lights would go bright if it's time to go. Wouldn't it? Yeah. So, I... I they I were just they, having a lighting issue. Yeah. Uh, Kane came and scared Rollins into the into the cage. So, Cena's still the champ. Uh, Paige got left behind by her friends. That was great. That was messed up. Whatever. It was great. It yes. makes sense. It does make sense, but that seems more like a heel thing to do in their faces. I think they're fed up of her, you know, like, being friends with them, but then talking shit about them. And leaving them high and dry. Yeah. Like that time before with the Natty thing. hmm Which I wonder what's that about. So is she feuding with Natty? Is she feuding with PCB? What is BAD fit? All these letters. <laughs> Let's just break these teams up. Let's just wrestle some matches. Matches, yes. Wrestle. It doesn't always have to be three on three. On three. 
Yeah, three on three on three, or a tag team match with somebody standing on the outside. Mm-hmm. Do singles. Everybody out for themselves because everybody wants to be the women's champ. I'm sorry, divas champ. Mm-hmm. The big veg belt. With, with the big ve- the BVD. <laughs> BVB. Oh. Big veg belt. Duh. I think in your BVDs, it's an underwear brand back in the day. Oh, okay. Or RVD. You really never heard of BVD? Nope. Ah, Mr. Fruit of the Loom. Yeah, man. Hey, if it's good enough for Michael Jordan, it's good enough for me. And on that note... <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, they could, they could they could, and should do, like, a Diva Roulette night. A sure. roulette wheel. Yeah, because maybe you get Becky and Charlotte in a match. Mm-hmm. Becky versus Charlotte, Becky versus Paige, Sasha versus Naomi, which would be a great way to break her out of there. I mean, Sasha is so over. Sasha is more over than... Getting that face pop. Yeah. Hometown. Yeah. Boston. Fuck. I mean, they were chanting for her. They chant for her everywhere. Yeah. Any Divas matches going on... And she's not in it? They chant Sasha. We want Sasha. She's more over than just about any of the established Divas. Hey, the bookers agree. Diva Roulette. Diva Roulette. Just have, like, either... Maybe not Raw, because I don't see them doing this at Raw. But, like, SmackDown. Devote an entire episode of SmackDown to the Divas. Sure. That's a great idea. And they should do it at least once a month. SmackDown's due for an overhaul, which will happen when they move to freaking USA. Usa. Well, that's it for this week's mini-sode of the Basement Bookers podcast, which is not short by that much. (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, so this is around the time where I tell you where you can find us. But this week, Rich has the 411. So there is, let's start with Twitter because that's what I remember first for whatever reason. Not that I'm like on it all that often. Quickest form of communication, man. 160 characters. That's right. Unless you use Twit longer. Which is bullshit. The whole point of Twitter is 160 characters or less. Twitter is a product. Twit longer is a product, which enhances Twitter. It's cheating. It's not cheating. It's a foreign object. <laughs> it's an ODQ match. Says who? Says me. Says friggin' Twitter for allowing it. Bullshit. That's all I'm saying. If you can't do it in 160 characters, don't bother. Don't bother, because you can't. So, so when you post the link to this, don't use tinyurl. Uh-uh. That's different. It's cheating. That's not cheating. It's shortening your URL. That... Is working within the rules. Show me in the rules. There's a difference between shortening something and making it longer. <laughs> I'll leave you with that. Uh, so, whether you want to twit longer or not, at Basement Jared for this guy, at Rich the Riz for me, at Basement Bookers for us collectively if we both got some shit wrong. Facebook's got Basement Bookers. This is MySpace. Email me how to use it. I don't know. And, um, we out.